the Weekly Fantasy Roundup, hosted by Andrew Skinner and Joel Bryant. Welcome back to another fun, exciting, fact-avoid episode of the Weekly Fantasy Roundup. My name is Andrew Skinner, joined as always by my best pal, co-host, Mr. Joel Bryant. What's going on, pal? Well, first of all, thanks for asking. Really appreciate Whoa. the question. <laughs> Just like to say that I, I'm great. Wow. Okay. Yeah. You're great. That's yeah. good. You're not really, usually great. I had a really good week feeling very positive, very excited to be here. Wow. Okay. Yeah, but especially with my best friend here. Wow. Andrew Skinner. Okay. Yeah. Very excited. Right. So thanks again for asking. Jeez. I'm glad you had a good week. My week on the other hand, uh, honestly, I, I didn't have a great week. That Fantasy makes baseball. me even happier. Well, Maybe. I mean, I don't know how you're going to react to this, but whatever. I actually uh, went out, met a friend at the bar on, I want to say, Friday night. And for the first time in my life, coming out of the bar, I got pulled over and I got given the breathalyzer test. I Shut was... fuck up! Dude, I was fucking... I was fucking shit-baked trembling. Let me tell you. I was terrified. I Were always thought... Uh, I'm sorry? Were you on anything? No, I wasn't. So what was their basis for? We were at the bar. I mean, it was the night of the draft. What night was the draft? Saturday? Friday or Thursday. Okay. Well, Thursday, Friday, whatever night it was. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I went out to the bar. I had my one beer like I always do. I've always been under the impression you can have one beer and drive. So I had my one beer. Anyway, uh, we, I dropped my, we leave the bar and I go to go home and I take uh, the exit ramp for the highway. And the second I hit the exit ramp, I see the lights behind me. So I didn't do anything wrong. I just pulled over, assumed he was going to whip past me. Sure enough, comes in right behind me. So you're just a shit driver? Or? Well, no, he said it was a, quote, routine traffic check. I was like, oh, yeah, okay. that's what they all say. The, the old routine yeah. traffic check when somebody's leaving the bar at 1 a.m. Good enough. Anyway, I, uh, you know, I do the license registration, whatever. He goes, have you been drinking tonight? And I said, I have one beer, you know, because I thought, like, I I'm certain I can have one beer. Yeah, but that's what that's what people say after they've had 32. Right. But I said it after I had one and I had one Mm -hmm. anyway, takes my license back, takes my license back to the car, comes back. He goes, Mr. Skinner, I'm going to have to assess you the breathalyzer tests. I was like, ah, okay." And at that point, man, my heart started pumping. Like I said, I always thought. I could legally have one beer and drive. But when he said breathalyzer, I was like, oh, my God, am I intoxicated? Am I going to lose my vehicle? Am I going to go to jail? Like, what the fuck? Anyway, he was like, okay, you put your mouth on it. He's like, you blow. And he's like, you blow as hard as you can until I tell you stop. I'm like, okay. And I'm like, so I fucking blow. And he goes, keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. And stop. And he turns around. He goes, big fat zero. Enjoy your night. I'm like, oh, fuck. But I would have been trolling him the whole time. Dude, in that I knew moment, I was going to pass the breathalyzer, I would have fucking ruined it. But his I life. didn't know. I didn't know. I ne- again, I'd never been in this situation. Like, Hope you don't have life. your night hung up on this succeeding, you fucking idiot. Listen, man, I, I got respect for cops. I got friends who are cops. But in that moment, nah, fuck it felt like a trap. Clearly, mm-hmm. in my opinion, probably sat around Westside Charlie's where I was just watching the cars come out and said, I picked this guy. Especially when he started to give me the blow as hard as he can speech. I would have been like, yeah, that's what I told your missus last night, you fucking loser. Right. Mm. Anyway, he said, he literally, he said, big fat zero, turn the thing around to show me 
And I was like, okay, thanks. And I drove home with my fucking hands at the 10 2 at exactly yeah, 100 kilometers an hour. Like Miss Daisy. Just right? Fucking just rattled. Anyway, at least like in the moment, like that night, man, I could barely sleep. I was super stressed out. But now that a couple days have passed, like. Do you I think they like were going to send the, the SWAT team through your door after? Man, no? I, I didn't know, you know. But at least now I know legally I can have a single beer and drive. I always thought there was a case, but. In the moment when you're pulled over and you got the fucking thing in your mouth, man, my heart was like fucking out to here, man. So, see, I never had that problem because there was no such thing as one beer for me. Right. So it was either I'm driving home sober or I'm not driving. So there's no in between. Getting pulled over for bullshit reason, notwithstanding, my uh, weekend was okay. Pretty shocked to see that the Canadians did not, in fact, draft Shane Wright. Not only did they not draft him, I knew that was coming. Not only did they not draft him, he fell all the way to number four. You know, yeah. you're some kind of special fuck up when the Arizona Coyotes are like, now nah, we're good. I know, right? Apparently, he's like locker room fucking AIDS. Did you see him staring down the Habs table? When he got up on stage and he's finally picked, he was just fucking staring their table down. Yeah, except he's going to play for the Seattle Kraken for the next five plus years. And who's his linemate's going to be? Jordan Eberly? Hmm. The corpse of Corey Perry when he finally wins a cup somewhere. I mean, is that any better than playing in Montreal right now? I mean, worse. Suzuki, Caulfield got some young, exciting pieces in Montreal at least. Yeah, but they're not very good. Could you name three players on the Seattle Kraken? Not name Shane Wright right now. Yanni Gord. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Fucking exactly. Um, What's his name? Morgan Geeky. Yeah, Jordan Eberle. They got the fucking Jordan Colorado Eberle. goalie Grubauer. Like, they got some pieces. Grubauer, Dreger. Obviously, these teams know something we don't. If three teams passed on him, he's been the projected yeah. number one for months and months. And well, I read that fun. New Jersey just fucked it all up. I read that uh, they were they wanted Slavkovsky. And when Montreal took Slavkovsky, they didn't have anything lined up to trade the pick. So they just went right. Next best player available for them was the defenseman because they they're stacked up up the middle, right? But uh, Arizona, I don't know what the fuck they were doing. They just they're just Arizonaing things, right? They had a chance to fill all five thousand seats in that college arena next year, and they were like, "Nah, we're good." Yeah. They actually drafted another center, not named Shane Wright, which is the they're biggest like this kid's name. Their last name is Cooley. Right? Can you imagine the marketing campaigns? Cooley in Arizona. Oh man. But anyway, uh, in other news, I uh, actually have a job interview with ESPN. I had all but written that off. What was it you said? I'm sure Home Depot will hire you. It's a shame that they have to like meet you and talk to you because well, it'll be probably ruin everything. It'll be a video interview just like this. I'm sure that's what'll do me in, but okay. In any event, you I got any, all... you got any way to like mute your personality through it or who you are as a person? Like, uh, I don't think so, unless I get you to sub in. Maybe but you I... should take some form of lithium or something before the interview. Lithium, lithium, the old pre interview yeah. lithium dose. That's right. Something that just takes a little off the top for about an hour and a half. <laughs> What's funny, you should mention that when the lady called me, she said, hey, I'm Laura from Sutherland. That was all I needed. I don't think she, she called you. 
I don't think she got another word in. I was like, I'm so excited. I'd written this off. I really thought I did get the job. Blah, 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 blah. And she was just like, okay, then. What's Sutherland? Sutherland is a hiring company that does uh, the hiring. Oh. Yeah. So anyway, I had held out hope at least for an interview because I checked the little box that said, please inform me if I don't get selected. And yep. I never heard from them, but I did apply on May the 24th. And here we are in July. So I had given up on it. But anyway, I have an interview. What are they hiring for? A stay-at-home fantasy sports support specialist. Oh, wow. What does that mean? I don't know exactly, but I get the idea that ESPN, I think, I speculate that ESPN has taken their fantasy sports to the next level this year. Okay. So they want like some kind of comprehensive chat group that like if somebody wants to get on some kind of ESPN form or something and talk fantasy sports or if some dude needs help picking the settings for his fantasy league you know or what I don't they, know what are they going to do when they figure out that you're like the the biggest troll cunt for like no reason at all well it's not no reason what do you think these troll cunting comments are uninspired just from and the when hurt? you get in your little troll cunt mode you say the dumbest shit ever I'm just going to tell everyone to take Derrick Henry number one overall job interview tomorrow. Don't know exactly what the job entails. I don't know. I mean, I am enthusiastic for the interview because I've been laid off for a while, but the pay sucks. So I don't really care. Well, it's going to pay better than EI. Only it's it's a foot in the door to that kind of shit, right? That is true. She was very quick to say, that uh, they do promote from within. So I've got the stance like, look, okay, I'm laid off now. I'm making EI money. If I get this job, I look at it as basically an extension of my EI, you know, buy me some time, maybe tell Pure Later calls back or whatever. But in any event, it's an interview with the quote worldwide leader in sports. There you go. So it should if be. You, if you want to get the job, you better take the quote off of that. Yeah. Where's your hey, I hear you're the worldwide leader in yeah. sports. Disconnect. Quote, unquote. Disconnect call. See ya. Yeah. Anyway, let's, uh, let's talk some baseball, shall we? You sure? Right. You want to yeah. talk about, like, the weather or any politics, yeah. economics? Like, I don't know anything about politics. I'm sure there's a number of things that will keep you away from talking baseball if you want to. I don't mind talking hit baseball. pause on that. No, you're good? Yeah, I'm good. Let's okay. see. Before you okay, well, let's officially get into what went down in week 13, seventh inning stretch. Yes, let's do that. Seventh inning stretch. So before you, you know, get all rosy and cheery, you know, this makes us one of one on the season, right, friend? Does it? Yeah, I defeated you earlier in the season. Oh, I completely blocked that out by now. I don't know if that fucking burrito fart has clouded your brain, but this is the second meeting for us this season. We are now one and one. Oh. Yeah. Well, that's fun. So, Did I beat you 11 to 1, or did you beat me 11 to 1? Well, no, but at that point in the season when our teams are going head-to-head, we are both competing. I don't know if you've been Mm. following my team. I haven't really done much to compete. Oh, let me tell you, I've been following your team, Andrew, and I don't think you have been competing since the draft. Uh, No, I competed when I beat your team, and I competed when I beat Cam's team. 
And I was definitely okay. competing when I knocked off Jeff, the number one team. So, but now I'm competing for the most draft dollars going to the draft in seventh inning stretch history. Well, at least they probably give an award for that ish. You know what they don't give an award for? The biggest trade in seventh inning stretch history. What a banger. It's the biggest trade ever. They don't give an award for that either. It's too bad you can't talk in all caps too, eh? I like to go. Alternating uh, caps? Yes. Yeah. Such a douchebag move. For maximum. I'm here like I'm already a two-finger typer. I'm like, uh? uh." Okay, so let me tell you what happened. (laughs) I had two offers out with Nolan that we discussed. on this. None of this is made up at all, by the way. I was out at uh, Boston Pizza having lunch with uh, Nikki and Olivia, having supper. I, as Nolan accepted that trade, I bit into a chicken wing and the bone snapped in half and went through the roof of my mouth. I fucking bleeding everywhere. Like I had to leave Boston pizza because the blood was just flying out of me. Wow. I got a hole in the top of my mouth right behind my teeth. It fucking sliced me wide open. I didn't know which trade he'd take it. I assumed based on what he said that it was the big one. I didn't realize that it was a little smaller one until I got home after. Like I was even messaging Nolan and going, fuck, I should have, I should have kept a Reyes. I need him for positional stuff. And I'm sure Nolan was like, didn't, didn't take that offer. You stupid fuck. You should have known if Gary Nolan was on the other end, he wasn't going to take the super duper banger. He would have had to have just cut the anchor clean off for that. That's not happening. That's Maybe true. he pulled anchor for just a wee moment. I'll tell you what that offer was when we get to the, all right. Get to the, the wheel of the deal. Wheeling and dealing. Is that what I sound like? <laughs> hey, you know what? I try to be creative on the show. I'll shoot down every ounce of creativity I have. I'm now attempting to outsource. You mean you were trying? Yes. I'm now creative. attempting to outsource our audio clips so that we've got a different voice doing the intro and doing the bits and whatnot. So I'm you working f- on you that. fucking hiring for this. Like, I'm looking for some pro bono work. <laughs> Cause yeah, I've noticed I still don't see a pay stub coming for this fucking gig. I ain't getting paid either. So it's the strangest thing. Week 13. Seventh inning stretch. Uh, the Nick chiefs blast my butthole. Bartolo's clone by a score of 11 to one. I fucking took a like, flying frog splash off the top rope fist right up your fucking ass like no lube no bite the pillow just shut the fuck up and take take it it, take your pants off or don't leave them on i don't fucking care i know this is a broken record for me but my power numbers were actually okay probably i fucked you up and the best because monday you're like ah Fun putting it to Joel this week. Tuesday, you're like, ah, I hit all these dingers. So many dingers. Where seven, are these dingers coming from? You didn't seven want dingers on Tuesday. He's just going to hit all the dingers. Seven dingers on Tuesday finished with 10. Yeah, and the what did I finish peak with? Peak early. 18. Eat Cam my entire asshole. The yeah. whole well, thing. Listen, man, I knew what I was getting into, especially when you made a big purchase right before the start of our matchup. So I, first of all, I lied my fucking face off when I said that it wouldn't feel good to beat you because it does. Number two, real proud. I would have fucked up every team in the league this week. 
Yeah, you're pitching. I mean, you're pitching. ERA was under one until yeah. what Friday? No, until like today, I sacrificed it just because I wanted to throw a bunch of donuts in there and see if I get you have wins. Right. I said, is he going to have the greatest pitching line of all time? Like 0.82 fucking ERA or some shit? Today, I finished with a 3.93 ERA. So it wasn't as bad as I thought. And that raised my week to 2.4. Right. So coming in today, I think it was like one point. Eight nine or eight six or something like that. We're calling the Jake Odorizzi stream today. I streamed him in another league myself. Very good choice. I streamed three pitchers today. Okay. I even dropped yeah, a catcher to make room for the third. I wasn't going to acknowledge Dylan Monday because he was not a good decision. Sure, he got me a win in the case I needed, and that's all I was looking for. Yeah, Dylan Monday seven twenty ERA, not exactly something to write home about. Didn't care. Have you, did you look at ERA? I had all the room in the world. Yeah, he, he could have taken of... an he could have taken a twenty one ERA, and if he got me the win, I was happy. He had a bit of room, yeah, bit of room to wiggle on the old ERA. Um, literally almost four points by my math was my yep. wiggle room there. A lot of points, yep, coming into today, yeah. After like Wednesday, I had a couple of standing trade offers with Colin and Buzz. Both right around the same time. Colin messaged me. He like copied and pasted my list from the group chat, players for sale, and said, this guy, 10 bucks. I said, can we put this off to Sunday? I was like, I want to give Joel my best effort just for Max Payne on the recording. And then by like Saturday, I was like, fuck it, man. Just fucking send it. Just it's take over. it. Just fucking send it. It's over. Uh, yeah. 18 so. dingers will do that to you. It is disappointing to see 41 RBI, no good. 10 dingers, no good. 31 runs, no good. The rest wasn't great, though. 103 that's, total That's bags. a shame. Four categories that against a bunch of other teams probably would have been good. So my pitching was atrocious. Good caper nine. Yeah, but that wouldn't have helped you tank. Well, again, there's no extra points for last. I mean, my, oh. my fate is sealed. Gotcha. I can only get more bucks now. If you got five bucks every time you got your butthole blasted, then sure. I don't want to win those categories, but I'm looking to play a spoiler. So I would have actually been spoiler-ish against some other teams this week, but not you. So well, you can take 11 categories from Andrew, but nobody takes saves and holds from Andrew Skinner. That's right, motherfucker. Nobody. nobody. It's mine. It's his. It's fucking mine. I think I was up five to four and holds out saves and holds at one point, And I was like, am I going to get him there too? Cause that would be just fucking icing on the cake, but I didn't No, Nobody gets saves and holds on Andrew Skinner. That's right. Nobody. It's my fucking bread and butter. My favorite category. That's right. So with the decisive butthole blasting, you're going to prove mm. to 90, 65 and 14. And I will fall to 54. 104 and 11. All right, let's move on to the next matchup. Do we have to, though? Like, can't we just look at this for a bit? I mean, if you want to admire beating the 12th place buried in the basement team, if you're that desperate for some satisfaction. I can't look at it like that, though, because the way your fucking mouth is going, you think I just beat the number two team. The designated shitters currently... By score of nine to three. 
couple of underwhelming stat lines here, highlighted by Buzz leading with a 237 batting average. That is shit. Spence leading with 33 runs, not close. 13 home runs, not close. 34 RBIs, not close. 24 walks, not close. And 99 total bases, also not close. What a terrible week for Buzz's bets. Oh, my God. That's, ugh. And those pitching numbers, oh, my fucking God. Buzz is the only, okay, Buzz is leading stolen bases with six. That's very respectable. He's, the other two categories leading are batting average 237, which is, oh, my God. That's atrocious. And ERA 425 is good. Oh, my God. Talk about getting your butthole blasted. This could have been a fucking 13 nothing against some teams this week. Jesus. I don't know where to start on this. What a train wreck. Spence well, obviously, to... you got to start at the shitters. That's completely disappearing. Yep. What is R. that R. about? He was feeling real good about the cam thing last week, too. That's bad timing for that. But, yes, it's a 9-3 to three win for Spencer. But when you look at this, it's not like there's a, not a lot I would want to take out of here that I would be really banking on come playoff time, you know? And he keeps saying that he's sitting on his team and he likes it as it is. He's waiting to get healthy. Bad pitching again this week. A 204 average. Yee. 13 you know, home runs. That's decent. Don't get me wrong. I think we've mentioned one Couldn't to break two. 100 total bases. I think we've mentioned at least one to two times per every 10 minutes of recording that Spencer needs to fix his fucking pitching. I think and he no disagrees, which is crazy. It is. Okay. Thought it was just me. His ERA is God fucking awful every fucking week. I got to take a look at what it is on the season. Yeah, I'm doing that too. Are you? Totals, ERA. Let's see. Pitchers, ERA. Uh, Mr. Glass, 405 on the season. Not great. Only worse than Jeff, 426. And myself, 458. And my team is mailed in. 405 ERA and 128 whip. Both in the bottom three in the entire fucking league. Not good, Spence. So don't tell me your pitching is good because it's not. I don't care what you think. I don't care who's hurt. Okay. When it's every week of, look at me, my five ERA guys. Your pitching blows, man. Your ERA <laughs> is right there with the seller teams. You're, you're, you're doing some fucking team dinner and Bartolo's cologne ERA shit. Yeah. You want to make the playoffs? Fix your pitching. Something there is not good. No. So now maybe you can fix your pitching like with me. I give you Freddie Peralta. You give me Julio Rodriguez. We call it even. I mean, just putting that out there. This is uncomfortable. Okay. Um, It is uncomfortable. I slid into his DMs again for the, what, 10th time this season about Julio. And he said, you don't have enough draft dollars. I said, but I have 200 draft dollars. And he said, not enough. Hey, well, this is awkward timing, but I think me and Spencer have a deal. Oh, and it I looks like so. I'm going to be acquiring Julio Rodriguez for Zach Gallon. I don't think he would do that. I mean, maybe he will, unless he's completely full of shit. I'm going to read the exact quote. Hey, this, this started between me Spencer. and Spencer when I basically sent him a message and I was like, you know what would really piss Andrew off? Yeah, he if you traded it. me Julio Rodriguez and he was like, you're right. 
He Let's likes it. He likes having a spot in TBLC. He wouldn't do that. Oh, fuck you. Threatening spots and leagues over it, eh? His texts are me. Uh, what? Yesterday. How about this? If I change my mind, you'll be the first guy I go to. In reference to trading oh, Julio Rodriguez. Might want to pay attention to your phone, then. Those words are binding. No. Listen, I got a list fucking 30 people on waiting to get TBLC. Spence wouldn't do that to himself. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's not even fair. Hey. I'm going to, I don't, can't think of the word, I what fight, that is right now, but I'm going to go to dirty. Nolan about it, and he'll tell you what the word is. I fight dirty. I think it's, it's not extortion. What is it? It's something. Black it's not nail. good. It's not good. Well, listen, uh, he didn't have, I'm a big believer, okay? If you put something out there into the atmosphere, you better fucking own it. He I'm didn't have. I, I made that entire thing up. Yeah, okay. I was going to say, he didn't have to say that I'd be the first guy to know if he decided to trade him. He didn't have to say that. But if you put that well, out there. Well, he hasn't there, traded him yet, so. No. But if you put that out there, better fucking honor it. That's all I'm saying. Ooh. That's right. So now that we all know how it is, how it works. I'm say, fucking give Skinner what he if wants. If I offered him, my offer was 50 draft dollars at one of my young keepers for him. Riley Green. Eloy, like a piece and Jesus, 50 bucks. I would take that all day. I thought, listen, man, I was like, I already got a fucking bundle of dollars. Give me my it's, favorite fucking Mariner for three is years. Spencer on this to like prove that he can win without making trades or? Well, that, I don't know. I don't think seems to have some angle here that he's trying to reinforce by. Right. Just wait till he spins this win as like, my team's back, guys. My team is the best, you know where the numbers really show that that's not the case. I think Buzz's team had what we would all refer to as a down week because he doesn't hit anything close to this any other week. No, this is a floor week from Buzz. Spencer's always been kind of the type to, I don't know, be stubborn. You, you're never seeing Spence make a ton of trades, make a ton of moves. I really feel like if Spencer's ever going to win, he's going to do it with not a ton of movement. But, but even in CBLC, he's always good for a bigger move or two once a year. Like he sees problems on his team and he fixes them. We've always been quick to say that Spence is more of a baseball guy. Yeah. It's denoted by the fact that he's won this league multiple times and lost in a couple of finals too. Like we're six or seven years into this place and Spence has been in the finals, what, four times? Must have a new algorithm says he's good with subpar pitching. Like his bats are going to make up for it or right? something along those lines. Either way, it's clear he believes in his team. Yeah, as he has not done a whole lot so far. He made that one little purchase last week. Didn't really hmm. work out for him. One Christian Yelich had a down week. Right. Two for 18. Thumbs so he did make down. a move. There you go. And it was yeah, a one small move. He did make one move for Christian Yelich, but it wasn't the right move for his team. Like, Sainter's right. bats are not a problem, you know. Granted, they weren't great this week. 207 average. Even I would have beat that. Um, okay, we got it. Buzz, nothing to talk about this week. Spencer pitching shit. Moving on. Okay. With the win, Spencer will improve to 78, 82, and 9. And Buzz will fall to 79, 82, and 8. Two teams right around 7th and 8th in the standings. That's where they're going to stay. Let's move on to the birdies. Cam has a small birdie defeating Devoit of Talent by a score 
of seven to three. Look at those ties. Ties everywhere. You get a tie, ties, you get a ties, tie. Ties. Everyone gets a tie. Mm-hmm. What do we say about Mark's bets last week? They had the supreme ultimate ceiling week would never be replicated. What do they do? Back to Earth. They crash back to Earth yeah. like the Challenger. Holy shit. Four home runs, 22 RBI, 78 total 215. bases, 215 average, all two thumbs down. What a shitty week. Oh, my God. So Mark just had one super peak week last week and then right back to the shit dump this week. Oh, my God. I was hoping he could go back to back, but it's clear it's it's fork time. He was a one-week wonder last week. Put the fork in the devoid of talents. Yep. Done. They're dead. Luke Voigt, three for 17, five walks. Whoop de fuck. Put him on waivers. He sucks. <laughs> he had he his won't now because he said that. His stack gas is bluer than a Smurfs ball. Mark said, I'll show you. And he's yep. been 45 degrees straight downhill ever since. Not very good. Tell Marte only three RBI because nobody gets on base in Arizona. Pretty bad. Ooh. Flavor of the week, Josh Rojas. Hello. He had a week for Merck. Yeah, he did. This team, I mean, I know I'm a seller, but this team is just an extension of the waiver wire, if you ask me, man. My God almighty. What it's the part of the waiver wire that you can't put a claim in for. Luis Rangifo? I don't know. 3% owned, 2%, plus 2% in the last day. Who the fuck is this? I think Mark picks up these guys on purpose, knowing that we're going to record and knowing we're going to dump on his team. He's like, let me get the most obscure players possible. I've yep. never heard of this guy in my life. It's a lot of singles, though. Uh, Colton Wong, shit. Hey, look, Kyle Farmer, shit. What a shock. We talked to him. It was like, is Kyle Farmer going through a midseason renaissance? Uh uh uh. Straight uh, in the toilet. Nope. Mine is 16% on last day. He sucks. Yepez had one of his bigger weeks of the season, batted a big fat 148 this week. Yeah, this team is as the name states, devoid of talent the bats are god awful trash i think it's uh i think it's fork time mark you know it's bad yeah. when uh your team has hunter green who couldn't cut it on my team my pitching is probably the worst in the league mark picked him up said give him to me and he got his butthole blasted this week 556 here hey i'm looking forward to you versus mark week though because i think you can still put it to you that'll be the one oh look Eric one Eric Lauer didn't get fucked this week. Two starts. That's good. Yeah. Baby steps. Baby steps. Yep. Nothing to see here. I'm on Bishop's team now. Move it along. Yeah, I've already moved on. Okay. Bishop's team. uh, Okay. 11 home runs. Good. 29 RBIs. Not so good. Good enough. Decent. 118 total bases. Good. 286. Good. good. 31 runs. Good. Four wins, bad. 56 Ks, bad. 405 ERA, bad. 116 whip, bad, but good this week. And the boys managed to tie. Quality starts with five. And saves plus holds, nine apiece. What a kick in the dick. 
Tell me a bit of not. a stare down going on for this eighth playoff spot, hey, between uh, Bishop and Spencer. Which I don't understand because whoever finishes eighth is getting this thing right up to the elbow. So right no thanks. I don't know. I don't think Bishop's team is that bad. Spencer's team isn't either. It's just they both have work to do. And oh, I don't think Bishop's team is bad at all. I think he's done some very good things with this team. But oh, if yeah. I'm Bishop, I do not want to finish eighth. No, you... I'm looking at this week and thinking I definitely don't want to finish eighth. Look, because even know... as good as it's as that those eleven home runs and the two eighty six and the one eighteen total bases, even those numbers are going to struggle to hold up against the top teams in the playoffs. I know that upsets happen in the playoffs, but I really feel like we're setting up like some NBA playoffs here where first is just going to murder eighth, second is just going to murder seventh. So if I'm one of these teams looking to get in, I'm I'm gunning for six because I feel like seventh mm-hmm. eighth just well fucking flush them down the toilet, in my opinion. I think sixth might be just as bad as eighth this year. Maybe. Personal opinion, but I feel okay with six. Who's gonna fall into third? Like it's gonna be I'm around there. Cam Cam's probably gonna go one, two. I think Nolan will go one and two, maybe. Him and Cam. So that puts me in third, uh Cameron Blair in third, Jeff Smart. Like those are the teams you're looking at going against in third place. That ain't easy either. Yeah, I'd take my chances with Cam Seam or Jeff Seam, my opinion. But really? seventh or eighth is not where you want to be. That much I know for sure. Okay. So these teams are going to have to get on their horse. But Bishop did himself favors. Bishop climbing ever so closer to 500. Yeah, but uh, Spencer gained some ground on him for that last playoff spot. That's right. I don't know what can possibly change hands. Um, JD Martinez steal a base one time. It's okay. tight. Spencer's gonna have about a three game lead, I think. That's right. So that's doable. The two of them are gonna go toe to toe down the stretch, I think. Uh, let's see with the win. Bishop's going to improve to math 72, 81, and 16. And devoid of talent, it's gonna plummet to 69, 90, and 10. It's over. Rough. It's over it's for over. the talents. It's over. We're it's done right. here. Yeah, we're done here. <clears throat> See you next year. Yep. Get them it's draft bucks, pleasure. Mark. Get, get those draft bucks. Me and you building big budgets. Have fun with the draft next year. Mm-hmm. All right, moving on. The closest match of the week. The Cove Cowboys edging out a win over Honey Nut Barrios by a score of 7-5. to five. I think we've heard this before. Cam's bats dominant, although not this week. In fact, this is the second down week in a row for Cam's bets. But he hit he had 12 home runs had 108 total bases and hit 205. 205. Who does that? Who puts up those kind of numbers hitting 205? That's uh not good. Fuck quick math. Uh just under 20% of his hits were home runs this week. Holy (laughs) fuck. (laughs) Just a team full of Chris Davises. Jesus. 37 runs, okay. 12 home runs, good. 32 RBIs, not great. Three stolen bases, terrible. 30 walks, good. 108 total bases, good. 205 average, worse than me. That's bad. But in a uh, crazy bit of plot twist there, Jeff's had a really good pitching week. Yes, which is not Not, something... not high on the Ks and wins, but everything else is pretty, pretty pristine. 2.11 ERA. The ratios are good. 
have some of that. 211 ERA, 186 whip, very good. Seven saves plus holds, good. Six quality starts, good. Three wins, bad. The K per nine was really bad. Yep. But uh, Jeff managed to go toe-to-toe with one of the top teams, narrowly lost RBI by two. Uh, total bases was close, just five. In fact, Jeff missed, ooh, Jeff has three bats going. Bogarts, Stanton, Judge in the ooh, fifth inning. that could make some changes. And he's he only, only down two by RBI. five. Two RBI, five total bases. This can swing all the way. This could favorite. swing, yeah. So six are, six total bases for Jeff makes it a tie. And three RBI or even two Five RBI. total bases makes a tie. No, no, no. Five total bases ties total bases. But six total bases will tie the matchup at six to six. Gotcha. So Cam on the other side has uh, Jay Duran going. No idea who the fuck that is. Jaron Duran. Okay, so as it stands now, Cam leaves by score seven to five, but this can swing all the way back in Jeff's favor should his bets have a game. It'd be interesting to see now starting pitchers get out of there and the relievers come in. Who knows what swings what way? So, you know, Cam's team is his team's good. Don't get me wrong, he's got a lot of movement there and a lot of kind of junky pieces in the bottom of it, eh? Are we yeah, seeing really some regression from Cam's bets? Some permanent regression, maybe? Duran, McMahon, Telez. I mean, Telez has been okay, but... Dingers only for Telez. Dingers only. Cronenworth's been a bit of a bust, hasn't he? Uh, yeah, you could say he that. He just lost Alvarez. Pitching is... I think you are not as maintenance leading into the All-Star break. I think... Walk has hit the IL springs. There's some stuff going on here. I mean, I'm seeing like five players punted at the bottom of his roster this week alone. Yep. So, but on the flip side, after the All Star break, he gets one Jay Degrom back. I hear he's good. He's not bad. Finally, finally gets to realize the fruits of that trade with me when he gave up a very talented pitcher, Rolanzi Contreras. Jeff, on the other hand, I kind of needled him again today, like I always do, insider info. <laughs> the message that I got back indicated that he was looking for a bat. Oh. And I kind of wanted to be like, you sure? Yeah. His like, bats are okay. His, his bats are fucking dynamite, if you ask me. But maybe he's just really motivated by the, the good pitching week that he had this week. But Maybe he just feels left out. There, I'm in the make a trade, Fumble. Jeff, corner, because I want to see him make a fucking – Good trade. He made a pretty obscure reference today. What was that name? He said Josh someone for Nolan Ryan. Oh, he referenced a yeah. really obscure name that even I had to Google. I was like, Josh. Who? He was saying, don't send me your shit offers. So I followed that up by sending him a shit offer. <laughs> no, it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. I was, I was hoping Jeff. for a counter. I'm not looking to fleece anybody. I just want to make good trades. Yeah, that's right. So as it stands now, close matchup. Could swing either way. With the win. With Merrifield, Sandy Day, hitting for an MRI on an injured toe. Oh. That's the problem considering he just had a good week, two weeks out of Merrifield for like the first time ever. 
Yep. Again, could just be precautionary heading to the All-Star break. Not like he's going to the All-Star game or anything, because he hasn't been very good. X-rays were negative. That's a good sign. Yes, it is. So as it stands now, Campbell improved to 94, 68, and 7. And Jeff will fall to 79, 72, and 18. Jeff creeping ever so close to 500, trending in the wrong direction. So is Cam going to be in the realm of uh, being able to take first back if it's holds? Well, I don't know. But maybe we can transition into our next matchup. The belts. The belts. The belts. Again. Put it on the belt. Okay. Put it on the belt. On the motherfucking belt. That's where it goes. Fucking belt. It's really good that I'm cheering up uh, Mr. Blair over here like crazy because when he fucking, whenever I run into him in the playoffs and he smokes me, I'm probably not going to feel the same. Am I? <laughs> <laughs> Bats were good as a whole. 27 RBI, not great. 294 average, very good. 112 total bases, very good. 35 walks, outstanding. Five stolen bases, okay. 39 runs, very good. On the pitching side, four wins, not great. 63 Ks, okay. 394 ERA. Uh, Need some work. Okay-ish. I think you want to get down into like the 320s for sure. That's right. Competitive. 125 whip. Is fucking awful, but hey, good enough this week. Three quality starts, bad. Two saves plus hole. Thumbs down. Overall, pretty good week for Mr. Blair, and he's rewarded with a win over the number one seed, the Sideburns. 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 I think. It's a big loss for Nolan. Yeah, this is a measuring stick game against one of the teams that made a couple moves. And... Well, and Nolan had a, a pretty decent week in general. Like his, his ERA and his whip wasn't very good in the wins, but his batting numbers were – that's what you expect to win with, right? Except maybe the right. 242. And he lost the majority of those batting categories. So that yeah. is a good measuring stick week, I think, if you're the belts. Juan Soto hit 500 this week. Whoa. New phone, who dis? Yeah. That guy wakes up and we got a problem. You think Austin Riley continues to do this all year? Yeah, I do. He had 448 this week. Yeah, I do. I really do. I really think he is for real. I'm sad I don't have any shares of him this year. I am too. A little bummed. Those numbers are very good. 22 dingers and counting. Just dingers, dingers, dingers. Good for him. Good for him indeed. If uh, Soto wakes up, Soto can bring that average up. This team can do things. Rosarania didn't have a great week for him. It's all right. Reynolds, hopefully he is only over the short term. Hard to say. Gary's power was good. 13 home runs, 39 RBI. Very nice. 35 runs, not bad. Would be good against most teams, but not Cameron. Four stolen bases. Okay, 26 walks. Okay, 108 total bases and a loss. Bad beat. 242 average, no good. Uh, 399 ERA, narrow defeat, and 129 whip, not good. So a bit of See, a down me and, uh, me and Nolan are talking our way through this trade, and I'm like, you got you got good top high-end pieces, you know, like Otani. But uh, you got a lot of junk at the bottom of your lineup that you got to get rid of, like the, the Wilmer Flores is out there. 
Uh, Otani, four for 22, one home run, hit 182 on the week. Flores, three home runs, hit 292. I quit. Makes no sense. Yeah, Flores is a weird piece. He's got to be nothing more than a fucking band-aid for Gary at this point. Gotta I be. had him beginning of the season for about a month, then I let him go. Otani, bad week at the plate. Still pretty good overall. 19 home runs. Fuck. Not bad. Yeah, pretty good. Just, you know, top 20 at both positions. That's all. Just going to win MVP. ever get fucking put through the ringer today, though, hey? He got annihilated. He did. And by the fucking uh, Cincinnati Reds, too. Uh, the course right? of the Reds. He got his butthole blasted. Not good. Did he single-handedly cost Gary ERA and whip today? Probably. He might have, yeah. Especially in only 2.1 innings. Ugh. Not good. Gross. Brandon Woodruff had a pedestrian start this week. Not good, but still not awful. Didn't sink his week or anything. Gary got Alcantara just in time. Another quality start. Now up guy's so reliable, six. it's disgusting. Yeah. Don't know why you would trade him, especially with that low keeper price. We'll get to that. Yeah, we'll get to that. Uh, Sonny Gray got his butthole blasted this week. Shocker. Um, yeah, not a whole lot else. Kevin Diaz had a weird week for the Mets. Three innings pitched, seven Ks. No saves plus holds. What the fuck? So, with the win, the belts are going to improve to 86, 71, and 12. And the sideburns are going to fall down around 89, 64, and 16. The belts may be all the way up to third place after this one. Very good. Possibly. Wait, that would mean they'd have to pass me. No, I, I'm suggesting maybe that you move into second. Cam falls down to fourth. Maybe? I don't think I'm catching Cam this week, am I? I don't know. No, fuck. I'm like four and a half games behind Cam. So I think either Cam will go to first or Nolan will stay in first and I'll stay in third. So Cameron just cements his place in fourth. Right. Okay. Fair enough. All right. Last but not least. uh, I think. I got Skinner Hornery. Yeah. Well, you brought that on yourself, didn't you? Hey, I acquired the rights to me. So Hornery. And how did you think that was going to go? Did you not see this coming? <laughs> no, I didn't. I feel like this might be pseudo copyright infringement. Is my lawyer listening to this? Nolan, probably not. He not no longer. Stolen. We'll get to this in an official capacity, but Colin no longer has the naming rights to Hornery. He is not on his team. He is on my team and will be for the remainder of the season. I would like to file for copyright infringement against the uh, the Colin Martins's. You know what you should do while uh, litigation is pending here? You should lock his fucking team. Yes. Change his lock team the name. name. Change his team name to like a dash or an asterisk and lock it. Just for a Change day. it to fucking corny name guy and leave it. Yeah. The Collins are defeating Team Dinner currently by a score of 10 to 2. I don't see what can possibly sway for this matchup. I think Collins just got it. And in fact, if Christian Vasquez hits a dinger, he can even swing 
home runs to a tie. Although uh, dinner's he got fucking pounded dinner, but I'm not really impressed by this week from Colin either. Like speaking of teams that are just kind of tweening in a day, seven home runs, pedestrian, twenty-eight RBIs, pedestrian, twenty-two walks, okay, ninety-five total bases, borderline okay, two fifty-one average, not great. Pitching numbers, good okay. peripherals, but nothing, nothing else really good happening there. Yeah, five quality starts is okay. 298 ERA, good. 111 whip, good. Five quality starts, okay. Two wins, bad. So, all in all, just uh, just maybe like a middlesome down week, like you said earlier. Uh, a lot of players maybe in the pre-vacation mode in their mind leading into the All-Star yeah. break. Maybe Collins players are no exception. But I find that Collins' numbers don't ever like really blow my mind, you know? That's right. Like he's never had those weeks where I'm I'm looking at his team and going, oh, I'm gonna have to go through that team to get somewhere. Right. I'm I've more gotten to the point where I'm kind of looking at his team and going, that'd be a decent round one matchup. Yeah, that was. Yeah. Because I think I'd squish him like a fucking bug at this point. I think he would too. And I do already have what an eleven to two win over him this season. So yeah, line it up. I think he is Let's going before to the finals this year. I think he's going to regret that Castellanos acquisition. I don't think that's going to do anything for a team. I don't either. And the the latest one that you, was it Jimenez? I was like, what the fuck is that? What not, are you planning on? No, not Jimenez. He bought one Ahmed Rosario for me. That's it. Yeah, for Rosario. Steve's so insignificant. I can't even remember who it was. Hey, he paid ten bucks for him. Ten dollar dues. Yeah, that's weak sauce. I think he's got a find a way to get some more impact players and less of the tweener. Colin wants guys. to improve his team, but he wants to do it in the fucking clearance bargain bin. Colin's team, I don't know. Colin, like I said, I think he wants to fix what he's got going on, but he doesn't want to spend the dollars to do it. Colin's looking for fucking bargain deals all over the place. Yep. I don't think that's going to get it done. I don't either. Colin's got some pieces. Arenado, Trout. Um... Olsen? Well, that's it. <laughs> Colin's got some pieces. That's Arenado it. and Trout. Matt Olson's having a good season, better than I expected in Atlanta. He's going to get Tatis back at some point, but I really don't know what you're getting there. Yeah, I thought Olson was going to be a Band-Aid at best for Freeman, and he's actually been better than expected. So I thought he was going to be really good in that spot. His pitching, his pitching is uh, okay. It's Taiwan. It's just Walker. more vanilla. Yeah. I would be shocked if, as is now, Colin defends his title this year. I think if this team, if this team is a playoff team, so I don't even think this is a guarantee. If this team remains in playoff contention, I think this is a one and done squad. I'm seeing Bishop and Spencer tangling for the eighth slot, one of them missing out. I'm seeing Buzz and Colin kind of competing for sixth and the one in between them getting seventh. So I see it falling. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a pretty good assessment. One of these uh, okay teams is going to fall short. And then at at seventh, you're going to fucking run into it. Yep. Just run into a fucking truck. Someone's Mm -hmm. getting proper fucked in round one. Somebody's going to yeah. be like, oh, shit, I should have sold. This is this is not the fate I wanted. And also, I should have shit because now there's poop everywhere. 
Well, you can do that if you need to, friend. I don't no, I mean take like it. after getting fisted in, in round oh, one. Yeah, now there's poop everywhere. Yeah, you should. Fuck's sakes. Oh, I thought you were talking about your you own. You know, sitting here in my own fecal matter, like <laughs> I just generally express that as coy as that. Like, oh, by the way, I'm sitting I'm in my literally own poop. covered in my own poop and I'm just sitting here. Are you serious? God, I hate this. Every fucking Sunday. It's like he does look rather uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's because I'm covered in my own fecal matter. You have lifted from yourself from the neck off down. The, you have lifted yourself off the chair on more than one occasion during this recording. I shit so hard, it's like a wetsuit under my t-shirt. Just splattered up your back like a kid exploding mm-hmm. out of their diaper. All right. With the win, the Collins will improve <clears throat> to 84. 73 and 12 and team dinner is doing what he's expected now that he sold everything and he's getting his butthole blessed going to fall to 69 91 and 9 good for maybe 11th although Mark is determined to get 11th without selling anything so who knows it's a race to 11th for dinner and Mark but uh, who knows who will actually finish up there what we do know is that I'm finishing 12th, no matter what. It's mine. Mm-hmm. My Yahoo baseball profile is plummeting. Okay, let's quickly glaze over week 14, shall we? What is coming up next Speed week? round. Speed round, lightning round. Trim those sideburns against Colin. I think yeah. Nolan's going to put it to him a bit, yeah. Gary. Big bounce back week for Nolan here. Big bounce back week for Nolan. Just made a big trade, which we will discuss momentarily. I think he is eight four. Yeah, I'm with you there. Eight four, eight five. I'd love to see teams make big splash moves, and I want to see that get rewarded. I'm calling the side burnses for let's go nine to four. Okay. Next up, we've got the shitters against the dinner. Dinner. Down shitters. Yeah, sorry, dinner shitters. It's your bye week. Yeah, bounce back for shitters after not a yeah. such good week at the plate. I think shitters bounce back hard. Let's call your, ten to your three. Five home runs is going to hold this week. Yeah, that's right. Five home runs. All right, shitters ten to three for me. Uh, let's see. Ooh, this is the week, friend. This is the week for you. The Chiefs is against the Belts. Okay. This is your benchmark this week. You think right so? Here. Yes. Okay. This match against the Belts tells you whether or not you get to hold with what you got now, or you need to maybe push a couple of panic buttons. Panic buttons. Not panic buttons, but may uh, okay. Let me let me rephrase that. If the belts beat you this week. Maybe you have to make some more adjustments to your team. Okay, that's fair. I predict that the belts do, in fact, beat you. I'm calling the belts for a surprising nine to four. Okay. Oh, nine to four. You think I'm going to take it, eh? Yeah, I think the belts is going to have a week. Calling a week for the belts. Well, I'm going to do what I always do, and I'm going to abstain. Abstain. And by abstaining, I mean, I've. Pick the, the belts. I'm, I'm just going to say, I think the belts are going to beat me this week. Darn it's the blanket it. statement. Can't hold up. 
I think I think the blank are going to beat me this week. Yep. Is this I the will week? say that I'm very excited to have uh, the belts as an opponent because I, I really like that team and I think that's a really good that's test right. to see where I'm at. So yeah, I hope right. that I hope that I get 100% of him this week. All right. So, yeah, I predict the belts. Maybe uh, ruffle your feathers just a little this week. I call the belts nine to four. Real upset about my loss. Yeah. Okay. Moving on. Oh, battle of the boys. Cam has a small birdie against the Cove Cowboys. I'm hoping there's some kind of wow. wager Cam against here. against tiny peepees. Yeah, that's right. Better be so, a wager here. Uh, at least, if nothing else, her team name changed from Bishop. Oh, yeah. I would be wanting to leverage that for sure. Maybe they take it all the way to the next level and go tattoo wager. Can't see that happening. Ooh, you'd man, have to that's be, stupid. You'd have to be fucked in the head to do that. You'd have to be pretty dumb to do something like that. <laughs> if I was Cam, I'd be like, listen, keep my dick out your team name. If I win this week, keep my dick that's out the your change team name. <laughs> <laughs> yes. What a team name. Keep my dick out your team name. Amazing. Right. I think the Cowboys do indeed get this done. I'm calling the Cowboys for a big one, 10 to 3. No, I think Bishop's got a, a reasonable chance here, but I think it could be close either way. I'm going to go 7 to 5 for Cam. Okay. Either way, we both pick Cam. Bishop's not going to like that. He was quick no. to comment in the chat last week when we both picked him to lose. <clears throat> So, I actually do want to pick Bishop here, but I think he's just outgunned just a hair. Just a hair, yep. So we both pick Cam. Okay, next, Mr. Glass, Mr. Do It My Way against uh, Honey Nut Berrios. I think I'm going to call Jeff here. Yeah, I like Jeff. No significant two-star weeks. Um, yeah, I like Jeff as well. Just pitching hasn't been great as a whole, but ha- was better last week. Maybe he turns it around, but Spencer's pitching. Well, that's why I'm pitching shit. Jeff because his is Spencer's is dog shit every week. Every week. At least Jeff has some good weeks. So yeah. maybe even not a great pitching week from Jeff is good enough against Spence. And I think Jeff's bats are good enough to keep pace with Spence, maybe split the categories. So I'm going to give Jeff a 8-5 win. I think I'm going 7-4, Jeff. With a couple ties in there. Mix in a couple ties. Oh, match of the week. Is this going to be a win for me? Bartolo's Cologne against Devoit of Talent. Okay. These guys should side bet on this one, too. Battle of the complete and utter dog shit. There you go. Uh, I mean. I'm picking Mark. Oh, you fucking, you would, too. I am. <laughs> with confidence. Man, confidence. Yeah. I'm going to give him like a, a nine to four. Mark's bats are, as stated, devoid of talent. My bats aren't great either, but I do have some pieces, keeper pieces, that I think will be enough to muster a win out over Mark. I think I take the bats probably five to two, and I think I hang in there in the pitching category. So I'm going to call myself eight to five W. You're going to run your hole off on him like you do on me, or no? No. Okay. Because me and Mark, uh, don't have that relationship. That's right. Me and you, that's all we got. That's, that's all it. we know. If we're going to start being nice to each other, this is going to get withered real quick. Can't have that's that. Fair. That's all for next week's matchups and predictions. 
Let's move on to a little trade talk, a little wheeling and dealing. Wheeling and dealing. Were there any trades this past week, friend? Um, I don't know. Was there? Somebody claimed. You're the fucking commissioner. You tell me. That's who I am. Allegedly, the largest trade in league history. Are you going to get over that, you fucking miserable cunt? Sorry, I'm just wowed. Every time I look at it, I'm like, oh. The same stupid ass joke over and over and over and over and over. Okay, I can tell you what the, the other offer was. Yes, please. The actual what may have been biggest trade. I got to wait for my email to load apparently. Well, in the meantime, let me discuss some of the not so big trades that went down. Like I acquired Nico Miso Hornery and the naming rights to Mr. Hornery in exchange for Ahmed Rosario to Mr. Colin. Also received 10 draft dollars in the deal. I was uh, okay with it. Rosario. I mean, waiver pickup that I turned into auction dollars. I am doing that a lot, and I like it. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, just a guy I put on my list, Colin Express, interest in. And I said, all right, sure. So I made a sale, added to the stockpile. I'm now up to a big, fat 215-plus draft dollars. That one don't really make sense to me. I think that's a lot to pay for a very uninspiring Ten dollars isn't a ton. Well, it's something. Something, yeah. But for someone you know who's mean? a bit of a penny pitcher like Colin, maybe he doesn't spend a whole lot more than that. So maybe I'm being a little hard on Rosario, but I think he's like a shade better than you can get on the waiver wire for ten bucks. Like if you're gonna cheap out, why not go right to the wire? Yeah, good point. It's what he like, wanted. Whatever. He felt I, like it was a critical component to his team, so. Or at least a piece that would help. I mean, he has he has a lot of games under his belt. He is batting around 280. So you could put right. worse pieces in your lineup, I suppose. You could. Then I made another small deal uh, with one Mr. Buzz. Again, Buzz has said, I've got every draft dollar from him this season, and he is telling the truth. I sold him one closer, Mr. Scott Barlow, for some fucking nobody that I could not wait to drop in exchange for five draft dollars. Shame you let go of the very representation of where you started your team off this season. Yeah, so no more Barlow jokes. The Barlow not for me. Okay. Well, at least I didn't acquire two rental pieces like you. I want to hear your thoughts. You know what? I'm just going to let you take it away. Tell us hey, where about do you the want trade. me to start? Tell us about the trade. What trade did you make with Mr. Anchorball's Gary Nolan? So the actual trade was, okay, I gave him Alex Bregman, Glaber Torres, and Sandy Alcantara for Raphael Devers and Shane Bieber. Uh-huh. So where are you wanting me to start? Well, you said that there was a larger trade that did okay. not go down. So the larger trade, the one that I wasn't sure whether he took or not, would have been Devers, Shane Bieber, and Trevor Story. For Bregman, Luisa Reyes, Javier Baez, and Sandy Alcantara. Uh-huh. 
So that one would have been a little more substantial, but a little more substantial. Yeah. I don't know about biggest trade league history. We've had some pretty fucking big bangers go down since we introduced. Yeah. Since we introduced, I mean, I don't know off the top of my head. I wasn't researching biggest trades of all time, but there have been some pretty big trades, especially back when we could have moved 250 draft bucks. I remember that crazy fuck Doug moving hundreds of draft dollars in a single deal. Well, I'm not up. very hung up on that either way. This seems to be here. Yeah, so maybe maybe a better statement of that would be that that trade, the bigger one that you mentioned, could have been the biggest trade in the $100 draft buck cap era. That's probably okay. a better assessment. It's fair. So what's your thinking on this trade? Because you've So now your problem acquired, with this is that I, I'm going for rentals. Well, you've now acquired over the last couple of weeks Shane Bieber. Cannot be kept. Mm-hmm. Raphael Devers cannot be kept. Bo Bichette cannot be kept. You're really all in on this season. Got a couple of real big. My focus is not on players that I need to keep, and that's multifaceted. The main one being that I already have a number of players that I can choose from to keep if I want. So my focus is yeah. more purely on finding players that are going to help my team get over the top of the season. Because the reality is I have Robert and Tucker. They're, they're both going to be, I think, around the $40 territory. Those are dunk keepers at that point. Luis Reyes, is a, he's going to be a min keeper. Uh, CJ Crone could be min if I wanted to. I have uh, Zach Allen would be minimum. I'm more interested in hearing why you think I should be so hung up on worried about keepers at this point that I, that I can't make a deal well, for Well, I just them. think you want to keep – your options open. You're buying up all the rentals. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I agree with buying up all the rentals. It's one I thing to get a options. rental. Yeah, I guess. It's and I mean, to... come this, that's that's there's so much of a dynamic shift to that whole keeper mentality between now and next spring. I'm not going to get hung up on whether I can keep a guy for a second or not right now. Yeah. I mean, I came into this spring and I. I had two guys. I think that I was. I had Tucker and Robert that I was going to keep. I traded for Max Fried, who was also a very cheap keeper next season. Like I've got tons of options. Fried is he cheap? Are you sure? He's thirty-eight, so he'll be fifty-two next season. And I consider keeping him at fifty-two dollars. Yes, I do. I guess I don't know. I just buying up all the rentals. I don't know. Maybe not how I would do things. Is well, how you would do things is clearly not a, a strategy we want to mimic at this point. Robbie I, Ray, minimum, not minimum keeper, but a $30 keeper with two years remaining. Pretty good as well. Oh, fuck. There's a good one, too. Obviously, Alcantara would have been one of my preferred candidates to keep. That's right. But that was the whole I was not getting Devers without Alcantara. That was made clear. Right. And there was another, there was another trade that I was pounding down all season. I wasn't getting that guy without Alcantara. So my theory at the end was I needed to endeavors. I'm acquiring a guy that's going to be top 10 the rest of the year, maybe top five. That's an impact player. Bieber, there's obviously a lot of risk reward there, but I needed somewhat of a replacement for Alcantara. If What's Bieber the risk can, with Bieber? I like Bieber. He's been shit. Uh, I mean, he's been fucking hot ass shit. He had his butthole blasted yesterday, but he's been – Pretty good. I need guys that are going to put me over the top. And my other problem is I've got really good players sitting on my bench, so I need to condense my lineup a bit. And yeah, that so move that did you, both of those things. So that your bench guys are more like 
day off fillings. I think I had four or five dingers on my bench this week. And that's right. an every week problem. Yeah, that's not good. So I need to take some of those dingers off my bench and make sure they end up in my lineup. This is why I liked you hanging on to, uh, what's his name, Brandon Donovan that you gave to dinner. He was your perfect, yeah. like, okay, he's not great. But when it comes to making a choice between who to bench and who to sit, he's your easy sit. Yeah. You know, so. so now I'm trending more towards that kind of scenario again, where I'm taking some of the quality quantity and turning it into quality. And Nolan needed depth. That was where our conversation started. And yeah. Nolan was also really drawn in by the idea that Alcantara was a cheap keeper. When I considered, when I made the decision to let Alcantara go, I'm getting a hair nervous about the innings they're throwing on that guy. Oh, really? Oh, man, he's eight every single start, eight, nine innings. How long he, can he wear that? If he can do it all season, good. But if it goes bad, I don't want to be the one. To is he out. young? Is he like one of these guys that's maybe in a place to get shut down later in the season? No, I think he's probably somewhere around 30. The only reason I thought this may have been a bad deal for you is because the other side of it was it's Gary Nolan. It was Gary Nolan. And we've discussed at length that if Gary Nolan is clicking the accept button on a trade, because he thinks he's blasting your butthole. Well, that happened about two seconds into our conversation because I said Devers and he said, no, I have zero interest in trading Devers. He's going to be the one helping me win the season. And I said, I'll overpay a bit. Oh, as soon as you said that, he knew he had you. Right out of the gate. He started fucking pulling the fucking gloves down. He's like, here it comes. The thing is, the thing is when we got... When we finally got through all the bullshit of waiting on him for four or five days to think about what he wanted to do, when he finally gave me an offer, you know what that offer was? What's that? He wanted to give me Devers and uh, two drops, two junk pieces that he was going to flick away anyways, for Alcantara, Bregman, and Chris Bryant. Anyway, I don't mind. I don't mind the deal. Devers and Bieber. Like you said, Bieber is, uh, I like Bieber. You know, you said he hasn't been great lately, but on the season as a whole, pretty good. Devers, as far as potential Alcantara replacements, I was going for Woodruff and he didn't, he didn't have it. So Bieber is probably the next best I could do. Yeah. I don't know. Interesting trade for sure. So we'll see how it shakes out for both teams, but it's definitely noteworthy. Oh. That. If anybody else takes wants to take me for a drive, I might have one more similar move like that in me. So take me for take me for all I'm worth. Take me for a fucking drive. That's right. So all I'm saying is that if Gary Nolan pull an anchor long enough to fucking make a deal, what is up? That's all. That's all I'm saying. Me and Nolan have made quite a few offers or deals over the years, so. That's what I told you. When Nolan decides he wants to make a move, he knows where he can find one. That's right. Yeah, you did say that specifically on the show last week. You did say that. Which, and in what I'm hearing talking to a couple other guys, I'm not the only one struggling to get answers in other places. So when I made the counter to Nolan, I basically said, listen, Devers and Alcantara, like it or not, they're, they're basically on the same level right now, and Alcantara you can keep. So that's a clear win. I need a replacement for Alcantara. If it's got to be Bieber, this is what I'm willing to give for Bieber. I thought like Bregman for Bieber straight up probably wasn't that crazy. 
but Torres was the, the, the overpay part that got it done. Torres is nowhere to go but my bench anyways. Done deal. Done deal. Definitely one of the uh, bigger trades in the $100 draft dollar cap era. Anxious to see how it shakes out for both teams. I don't know which side of the coin. I think overall it's a pretty fair deal for both teams. But as for what specific side of the coin I fall on for this one, I'm not entirely sure. So I needed a high-end bat that I'm going to put in my lineup every day and ride the rest of the year. And I don't know if you can do better than Devers in that category. You see any of these other guys getting traded? Like who's ahead of him that's available? No one. Who's even close to him that's available? No one. So that's the price to pay to get it done. But he's going to be in my lineup every day all year, and we'll see how that goes. See how it goes, yep. And Nolan needed the depth, so it made sense for him because he was still having to ride the odd can in the bottom of his lineup, so the extra piece helps him. Now his pitching is not to be fucked with. Yeah, that's true. Good point. All right, we'll see how it all shakes out. Like you said, very large trade. I might have another one in the chamber, so stay tuned. Stay tuned. You hear that, Lee? Joel's got another one in in the chamber, and if you want to take him for a drive, you can. That's right. I don't even need a destination. Just open the window a crack and run me around in circles. I'm good with that. All right. Let's move on now to a modified segment that we are still calling three up, three down, although who knows what direction we are going to take this in. Three up, three down. We are going to take the suggestion of one name redacted and we are going to modify the segment. Instead of three up players and three down negative tacos, we are going to select one player each who, um, let's see, one not so good player who had a week way the fuck above any of his standards and one negative taco, one good player who shit the bed. So, hey, so what do you need from me? I need you to go first. Give me your. What do, I, what do I do? Give me your shit player who had a fucking amazing week. So this is a player that wasn't. And what, what do you mean? What do we mean by shit player here? Let's just like somebody probably well sitting said. on waivers, less than thirty percent owned. Who we can call the segment the this helped no one because can somebody I, had a fucking unworldly week on waivers. Do they, do they have to be less than 30% owned or can I go 44% owned? They don't have to be less than 30% owned. They just probably need to not be owned. Okay. I mean, I don't know. I select Josh Rojas. Oh, on Mark's team. Mark picked him up. one dinger, but he hit 458 on the week, 20 total bases, eight RBI, seven runs, 11 for 24, two stolen bases too. Have a week. Plus 20 odd percent owned because Ed, the hot shit. He's a guy that earlier in the season had three home runs on the year, and they were all in the same game. Plus 20% last week on the nose. Yeah, so there you go. Hot shit of the week, Josh Rojas. I predict approximately 12 days till he's back on waivers. But for now. I left Alex Hicks for you. Are you psyched about that? Alex Hicks. Hicks. (laughs) And my shit player who had a great week this week is one Brandon Nimmo. He was Ooh. eight for 34 for 232. Not bad. Six runs scored, three home runs, 
eight RBI, uh, three walks and 18 total bases. He's hovering around, I want to say maybe 20 odd percent owned bag of dicks, but hey, great week. Way to go. It's 50% owned, by the way. Yeah, whatever. 53%. Who gives a fuck? But Accuracy, yes, am I right? Why would Aaron we Hicks was a low hanging fruit this week. 12% owned, number one player on the week. I honestly assumed, based on previous weeks, that you would just select him because number one player of the week. Am I right? But you didn't. So I'm not going to do that because it's what you expected. Could have gone Josh Donaldson, too. That would have been a decent pick. Yeah, Josh Donaldson made my list, too. But no, bueno. Way to go, Brandon Nimmo. You know, probably still be on waivers. Although, if Colin's listening, you never know if Colin's going to pick you up. Because Colin mm. loves the hot shit, too. Colin's all about the flavor of the week. Loves the bargain basement. Loves the fucking two for a dollar bin. Give me all of it, he says. Yep. He'll go to Frenchies and still look for the clearance rack. <laughs> the clearance rack at Frenchies. There you go. All right, friend. And next up is a fantastic player owned by the majority of leagues uh, and managers who had a dog shit week, a.k.a. negative taco. Tommy Edmund. Fuck you. Are you serious? You still want me to do my research oh, cut? Oh, no. What am I Two for 24. Zero, zero. One, one RBI. Three, zero, 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 zero. Three total bases. I even, in my zero, note. Zero, 83. Have a week. So, what, what are but, the fucking chances? It's one thing if we take three each to have a pick. Tommy Edmund was my pick. And even in true Joel fashion, I wrote zero, 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 zero. Oh, well. Uh, I'm going to do this every week because I'm living in your head. No, I'm well, free. next week I'll get to go first. Well, I... Uh, what happened to picking two? Because you're always such a fucking keener. Teacher, well, I'm done. Yeah, well, Not this week. I thought there was at least a chance for the good player or the shit player had a good week. I thought there was at least a chance that there could be some overlay there. But for one fucking player for you to pick my guy, Come on. Easy, breezy, lemon, squeezy. Easy. I, I don't even, you know what? I don't even have an alternative. I'm not going to get one. Fuck it. I don't care. My pick was also Tommy Edmund. So now I'm upset. Do you want some tips? Uh, no, I don't want tips. I don't care for tips. Don't. You sure? Yeah, yep, I'm good. I don't care. Josh okay. Bell. Fuck it. Josh Bell. Four for 28, zero, 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 three walks. Six total bases, 143 average. Not very good from a guy who's been in the top 20 the whole week. Thumbs down. But I thought it was somebody who should be really good. Yeah, he is like, a good like player. Josh Bell wasn't like a top 10 draft pick. In all well, he's ranked 37 on season. He has been in the top 10, 20 all season. I mean, Otani was your layup this week, but you do you. No, Tommy Edmund was my layup this week, and you fucking rejected it like the Kemi Mutombo. That's right. Don't forget it. All the players who had a fucking dog shit week. Tommy Edman. You buzz is sweating on that one yet? Don't know. Don't care. His hundred draft bucks are locked away in the bank, oh. gaining interest. There you go. That's who you're doing business with right there, folks. Don't fucking care. Am I Fuck supposed him. to care? What am I supposed to follow up? 
like his therapist, like call him 14 days later. Just want to see how you're doing with the trade. No, that would require a conscience. And we know you don't have any of that. Hey, no, I do have a conscience. I have a conscience. For shame. Okay, are we done right. now? Yeah, I guess we're done. That was a unique segment. I missed three up, three down in its original form, but whatever. Who knows? I think it went great. I like it. Yeah, Let's less stick work. with that. Less work, and you managed to steal my guy. Also, for... I go first every week. That's the condition. No, no. That's yeah. Not, no. yeah, it is. You have Wait. no creative control here. You do not have the power. We'll see what happens. Next week, I'll just cut you off, or I'll edit it anyway. in such a way that it makes it sound like I went first. No, I you can, can't do that I when do I that. pick the same player. What are you going <laughs> to It won't work. I'll go back from an episode fucking four weeks ago. And fucking take your voice clip from that. Yeah. All the fucking whining I have to listen to when like, editing every week. Aaron and your threat is I'm gonna do more editing. I'm gonna what I'll do. do an even bigger edit. I'll tell you what I am working on. I can't promise this is actually gonna come to fruition, but I've been quietly clipping some of the things that have been really entertaining between you and I that haven't necessarily made the podcast. And I'm gonna do yeah. like a one hour, like kind of real episode at the end of the year where i'm just like hey guys it's skinner just want to put together like a blooper reel episode to sum up the season maybe that's the one that puts us over the top oh okay there you go now what yep. are you doing about these voices that you're uh i put a little post on facebook to see if anyone was interested in facebook. lending their voice the fuck yeah. on facebook has a worthwhile voice i thought you'd shoot your uh, sean connery shot all over again and see if you could get jennifer <laughs> lawrence to say things sexily Sean Connery is deceased. But I not do Sean Connery, you dumb fuck. That's why I said Jennifer Lawrence. Um, but it would have been your Sean Connery shot where you went if way I, Look, if I get on the phone with Jennifer Lawrence, <coughs> I'm going to ask her to show me your butthole. Let's be real. You can find that on the internet. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you, don't, you don't need her consent for that. Google Jennifer Lawrence cloud. Done. Holy fuck. Hey, Kate Upton Cloud. Now that's the Google search you want. Kate? It's there. I'll see you in the uh, sex crime prison. <laughs> Listen, man, I didn't fucking put it there. I didn't break into their cell phones. I didn't do any of that shit. Just so you know, when we do, your fucking yogurt is mine every morning, bitch. <laughs> My yogurt. <laughs> Me and you just fucking yeah. bashing each other with those trays in jail. You are bottom bunking it for life. Bottom bunking it for life. You heard me. That sounds you like stare a my butthole in your sleep every night forever. Colin, if you're listening, your new teammate will be the bottom bunks. Prison sexes. Prison sexists. All right. On that note, friend, another fun, entertaining yeah. episode. Way to go. Freedom. Freedom. I am free. Thank you for giving me your best both on the air and on the virtual field this week. You blasted my butthole on the field and then you blasted me verbally on the air. Thanks for being consistent. Glad you like it. Hope you have butthole triplets as a result of that. Butthole triplets. That's how badly I fertilized your ass this week. Ass fertilizer. Yeah. Resulting in ass triplets. All right. Well, I'm going to go get a colonoscopy to make sure that doesn't happen. Hope things start falling, stop falling out of you at some point this week. Yeah, hopefully. But I mean, I'm playing Mark's team. So if I ever needed a butthole recovery week, this is the one. You need a butt plug. Eh? God help me. If I get blasted by Mark this week, I might even. I, might, I hope. 
If I get blasted in my mark this week, I'm getting back in the buyer's market. Fuck this. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? I'll you start buying nothing. guys back. That's amazing. I hope you get fucking throttled. You hope I'm I going get... for Mark. I'm a spectator. You hope I get fuckled? I hope you do. All right, friend. On that note, you uh, enjoy the rest of your evening. You as well. See you now. Bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Weekly Fantasy Roundup. You can contact us anytime via email at theweeklyfantasyroundup at gmail.com.